All right, Athens, tell us your story. A podcast featuring the people of Athens and Limestone County, Alabama. The stories are as unique as the people themselves, but they all reveal the character, the culture, and the distinct voices of a classic Southern community. My name is Leah Oakley, and I am a bookkeeper right now at Brook Hill Elementary School. I've been there for 24 years. And um, strange things have always happened to me, and they end up being stories. And my cousin, Betsy Hurst, is the one that's kept saying, you need to be a storyteller because we would just tell stuff sitting around as a family. And she introduced me to Donald Davis, and I got to go to one of his workshops. And I have been hooked ever since. And I have lots of stories, but I have a, a squirrel story that's probably my favorite. Well, for my 60th birthday, I got a unique present. I discovered that I had a broken back that I didn't know I had. I thought that I had just pulled a muscle, and I went to the doctor, and he wanted to do an x-ray, and then he wanted to do an MRI, and he brought me in and said, did you know you have a broken back? And I said, excuse me? And he said, yeah, it looks like an old fracture, like maybe in the 70s. And he said, I usually see these in linebackers. Were you a linebacker? I said, no, I was not. And he said, were you a cheerleader? I said, I was. He said, were you a base? I was. And he said, I see this all the time. He said, that old fracture has now deteriorated, and it's like bone on bone. And the only way to fix that is to put a rod in your back. So the day after Christmas, I had surgery and had a rod put in my back. It was a lengthy recovery, about six weeks. I stayed home and couldn't lift anything, couldn't do anything. Um, My husband, Ron, was a great nurse. He was also the high school soccer coach, so he was involved in soccer practice and things. Well, I went back for my checkup, and he said, you are doing great. Now you can do some light housework, and you can go back to work. And I said, okay, great. Well, I was still wearing my back brace, and um, that afternoon, Ron went to soccer practice, and I thought, oh, he said I could do some housework. Now, Ron was a great nurse, but not a good housekeeper, and um, I have a large cathedral ceiling living room with a fireplace in the middle, bookshelves on each side of them, and the bookshelves needed dusting desperately. So I got my duster out, and I was dusting. My little five-pound poodle was laying on my couch. I was watching television, and I heard a (laughs) and I thought, What was that? I thought my little dog had fallen off the couch. So I turned around and I looked and Bear was laying on the couch. And I thought, well, I don't know what that was. So whenever I get frightened or anything, I just I turn the TV up louder. That way I won't hear that noise anymore. So I turned the TV up louder and started dusting again. Well, I heard it again. It was like a bang. I looked around. I still couldn't find anything, so I turned the TV up louder. Now you could have heard it down the street, but I wasn't going to hear that noise again. I kept dusting, and I heard it again. This time, I saw the glass on my fireplace shake, and when I turned around, there was this huge animal hanging on the wire mesh behind the glass door. And when I saw it, Its paws were hanging on it, and I screamed, and I jumped over the couch. And I thought, oh dear, I've hurt myself. I'm like an old car. 
I have slung a rod in my back. I've slung it. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I opened the front door to run out, but I grabbed my phone. When I looked back, it was a giant squirrel hanging on that fire mesh. And it's trying to get out. So I called my daughter and I was like, Laura, 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 there's a squirrel in my fireplace. And she said, what? I said, there's a squirrel in my fireplace. You've got to come help me. Well, she came down a few minutes and she had her son, my grandson, with her. And she's a comedian, so she had on her phone playing Ray Stevens the day the squirrel went berserk, loud and clear. And I was like, you think this is funny, don't you? She goes, it's hilarious. No, it's not funny. Look at it. Okay, it wanted out so bad that it would, and this is the truth, it would get back in the corner of the fireplace and run and hit the glass door trying to get out. And then it would go back again and run and hit the glass door and lay back down. Well, I didn't know what to do, so I, I, we put books up in front of the glass door to keep it from coming out, but it was very intent on wanting to come out. And it would run back again, and then it finally knocked itself out, and I thought, oh, good, it's dead. It killed itself, hitting the glass door. So I inched up a little closer where I could see, and it's laying down. And I thought, oh, good, it's dead. We'll just let it die, and then we'll get it out. But no, he just had a concussion, I guess, because he popped right back up and started that same process again. So I call animal control. I mean, it was an animal. That's what I thought you should do. So I called animal control, and it rang into the limestone sheriff's department. And I said, I need animal control. There's a squirrel in my fireplace, and I can't get it out. i got to have somebody to come help me. And she said, this is the sheriff's department. You, you dialed the wrong number. I said, well, would you give me animal control? I'm so sorry I bothered you. She gave me another number, and I called, and she said, limestone sheriff's department. I said, it's still me again, and I still have a squirrel in my fireplace. Please come help me. Please come help me. She said, we don't do squirrels. I said, well, what am I going to do? She said, well, I guess animal control is is closed for the afternoon. Well, what am I going to do? I've got to have somebody come help me. She asked me where I lived, and I told her, and she said, well, that's out of our jurisdiction. We cannot help you. I said, well, surely you have somebody around there that's bored that needs shooting practice or something that can come and help me. She said, no, ma'am, we're not bored here. We're fine. So I said, what am I going to do? She said, I don't know. So I sat there and I waited and Laura had to leave. So she called my husband, Ron, and Ron called and he's laughing. I said, you think this is funny too, don't you? Now the whole entire time, the squirrel would hide in the back corner of the fireplace and then run and hit that door. And it would get back in the corner, run, and hit that door. And every once in a while, it would knock itself out. And it would lay there for a minute, but it would get back up. And then it would hang and look at me on that fireplace. Well, I called the police department. I thought, well, maybe somebody can help me there. So I said, help. I have a squirrel in my fireplace, and I've got to get it out. I can't. I don't know what I'm going to do. Ma'am, we don't do squirrels. I don't either. She said, call animal control. I tried. They don't answer. She gave me a number. She said, try this number. I said, okay. So I try this number, and this very sweet, soft voice said, you have reached the rehabilitation hotline. If you have an animal in need, please leave your email, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. 
I don't want to rehabilitate a squirrel. I want you to come get it out of my fireplace. I do not want to rehabilitate a squirrel. Well, there was no hope there. In the meantime, our son lived in Gadsden, and he happened to be in town on a business trip that afternoon. And he called, and he said, Hey, Mom, what's for supper? I said, Squirrel. He said, Are you still taking that pain medicine? I said, No, I am not taking pain medicine. There's a squirrel in my fireplace, and I don't know what we're going to do, and I can't get anybody to come help me get it out, and I'm about to go crazy. He said, Oh, I'm coming right over. I don't want to miss this at all. So I thought, who can else can I call? I called everybody I knew. Nobody would come help me. I'm still at home by myself watching the squirrel in the corner of the fireplace run, knock itself out, and run back. And it's getting angrier and angrier. And now my glass doors are really shaking. I thought, he's going to break that. Well, I called the police department back, and I said, I'm sorry, this is me again. I really need help. The squirrel is getting angrier and angrier. I need somebody to help me. She said, we don't do squirrels. I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm about to do. I'm about to call and create a crime, and that way you'll have to send somebody out here, and they'll have to help me. She said, oh, no, 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 don't do that. That's against the law. I said, well, you're going to have to have somebody to help me because I'm really in a panic here. She said, just a minute. She came back to the phone, and she said, here is a number. His name is Mr. Crittercatcher. I said, are you making fun of me because everybody's laughing at me? Are you making fun of me? She said, no, this is the truth. I said, okay. So I call this number, and I get a recording. This is Mr. Crittercatcher. I'm on another call. Leave me a number, and I'll call you right back. So I left him a real sweet message. I said, help! This is Leah Oakley, and I have a squirrel in my fireplace. I need help right now. And I gave him my number. Well, I didn't hear anything, and I didn't hear anything. Well, I had always been taught that the squeaky wheel got the oil. So I called him back, and I got the recording. This is Mr. Crittercatcher. I hung up. I called back. This is Mr. Crittercatcher. I hung up. I called back. This is Mr. Crittercatcher. I hung up. I called back. He goes, hello. I said, Mr. Crittercatcher, this is Leah Oakley, and I need some help. I have a squirrel in my fireplace. I really need some help. I can't get it out, and it's running back and forth, and it'll knock itself out, and then it'll get back up, and then it looks terrible. It's very angry. He said, well, I'm about two hours away. He said, I'm kind of expensive. I said, money's no object. My husband, he's a school teacher. He's got plenty of money. He doesn't care. Just come get this squirrel out of my fireplace. He said, It's going to be $125. I don't care. Come help me. It'll be about two hours. That's fine. Well, we watched the squirrel for two more hours. Finally, at 8 o'clock, there's a knock on the door. We open the door. I was expecting the jolly green giant to be standing there with something to come in and get that squirrel. Mr. Critter was about my height. He had gloves, a flashlight, and a little grabber, just like the grabber I had used with my back surgery because I couldn't pick up anything that we'd bought at Lowe's. And I thought, that's what you're going to get the squirrel out with. He came in, and he turned his flashlight on. He opened the door and looked around there and slammed the door back closed. He said, that's a big one. I said, I know. I told you. He tried one more time. He looked around in there and tried to get it, and he shut the door again. He goes... It's fast, too. I said, I know. I tried to tell you that. Then he turned around and looked at me, and he said, Little lady, I ain't going to promise you that this thing ain't going to get out in your house. I said, Little man, for $125, I promise you it's not. 
So he went back one more time, and then he grabbed it with his grabber, and he hung it up, and he stood there proudly and dropped it in a cage and closed it up. He had captured the squirrel, and he said, that'll be $125. I said, my husband will write you a check right now. And then he said, would you like to have your picture made with this squirrel? I said, I think I would. I'm going to remember this forever. So I had my picture made with that squirrel in that cage. Mr. Crittercatcher walked out the door. We are squirrel free. But I do know this. We had our chimney fixed, so there is never going to be another squirrel to climb down that chimney again. You've been listening to All Right Athens, produced by the Athens-Limestone County Public Library. If you or anyone you know would like to be featured on our podcast, please visit our website at alcpl.org for ways to submit your story. All Right Athens is part of our Library Voices series and available on your favorite podcast platform.